Welcome to the Story Weaver podcast. I'm your host, Bron Rauk Mitchell. Come sit with me under the story tree as I weave a tale or two for you. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Storytime with Bron. Today I'll be reading another three chapters from Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers. Each Monday I will read another three chapters until we have concluded the book. To find out more about the book or to purchase your own copy, please head over to melissagisbers.com. The link will be in the episode description. Chapter 4 After School How was your day, Nane? Sam's mum asked when she met her at the school gate that afternoon. Fine. Sam squirmed out of her mother's embrace. The rest of the day had been fine. She had started her project with help from Mrs. Kirov, worked on some spelling, only to find that she knew the American way of spelling words instead of the Australian way. Her teacher in Pokhara had been from America. Felicity had giggled at her efforts, and the extra time spent with Mrs. Kirov making Sam feel as though she didn't know anything at all. Sam found that lunch hadn't been much different to recess, only longer. Felicity and her friends spent most of their time talking about bands, TV shows, and celebrities Sam had never heard of. They also continued to sing and dance in the same way they had at recess. After lunch, Sam had been glad to come inside and get absorbed in her work. As soon as they entered the classroom, the whole class went across to the art room, where Sam had enjoyed starting a painting. They were learning a new technique, and Sam was pleased she was starting on the same day as everyone else. During art, Sam sat next to a girl called Emily and a boy called Tim. Their art teacher had insisted on silence, so they didn't say anything to each other. Felicity was on the other side of the room. Sam wasn't sure how she should feel about everything that had happened that day. She wanted to be friends with Felicity, Jade, Shari and the other girls in the group. They were everything Sam wanted to be. Outgoing, perfect hair, confident. Emily had seemed nice. She had a nice smile, but they hadn't said anything to each other. When they went back to the classroom at the end of the day, Sam was back sitting at her table with Felicity, Jade and Shari. As they neared home, the rain started again. Sam shivered and hugged her pink jacket close, wishing she could speak with Tina, her best friend in Nepal, and tell her about Felicity and the other girls. Somehow writing it all in a letter or an email just wasn't the same. Let's race, Sam's mum suggested, and they ran up the uneven driveway into the house. Sam chased after her, avoiding any puddles that were in her way. They arrived at the front door wet and laughing, and for the first time that day, Sam felt happy. They hadn't lived in this house long, but already it felt like home. The green paint of the front door was chipped, 
and the white wood weatherboards needed painting, but that only helped it feel more like home. Hot chocolate? Sam asked as she dumped her school bag in the middle of the hallway, narrowly avoiding the boxes that still needed to be unpacked. She put her coat on a peg, shaking off the rain and leaving a puddle just inside the front door. Okay, her mum smiled. I'll make it. You put that away, she added, as she pointed to Sam's school bag, and put your lunchbox in the sink. Chapter 5. Hot Chocolate Sitting at the kitchen table, Sam cupped her hands around her steaming mug of hot chocolate, the warmth restoring feeling to her fingers. The kitchen was warm and comfortable, and one of the few rooms in the house that was completely unpacked. She sipped the frothy drink, feeling chocolate on the tip of her nose, but she didn't care. I'm sitting next to a girl called Felicity, Sam told her mum, after she was pushed to give details of her day. She's really pretty and has long blonde hair, like the princess in that book we read last year. Sam didn't tell her about the cheating, or about feeling left out during recess and lunch, let alone about not showing her where the toilets were. My teacher is really nice. She was impressed at how good I am with long division. Sam smiled, remembering the gold star Mrs. Kirov had placed on her worksheet. But some of the work is really hard. I'm behind in some things, and everything is so different. It's okay, Nane, Sam's mum said, sitting down on one of the chairs next to Sam and patting her hand. You're smart. You'll catch up quickly. Don't forget, there are some things that you're ahead in. Sam shrugged and wiped some of the melted marshmallows from the edge of her mug with her finger before licking it. Hot chocolate always tasted better with melted marshmallows in her favourite mug, a slightly chipped purple-spotted mug that her grandmother had sent for her birthday while they were in Nepal. Maybe you can ask Mrs. Kirov for some extra worksheets so you can practice at home and catch up. Her mother gave her hand one more squeeze before moving back to the kitchen bench where she had been chopping vegetables for dinner. I guess. Sam wasn't so sure about that, although looking out the window at the rain, the thought of doing some extra homework wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Sam sipped her hot chocolate again and told her mum about her Australian animal project and her spelling homework, as well as asking her mum about her day. My plans for taking over the world are coming together nicely, she said with an excited glint in her eye. I had a phone call with one of the organisations that helps Nepalese women sell their crafts. They are interested in my idea. Sam could almost feel her mum's excitement. As Sam finished her drink, her mother continued to share plans for her new home-based business, importing clothing, jewellery and toys made by Nepalese women and selling them locally and online. Sam was glad of something else to think about. It was easy to get caught up in her mum's excitement and forget about her day. Sam tried to concentrate on her homework at the kitchen table, 
while her mum finished making dinner, but thoughts of the day swirled around in her head. Mum, can we get pay TV? Sam asked suddenly. Why? Sam's mum asked. At lunch, the girls at school were talking about a show they had seen that I haven't heard of before, Sam replied. I couldn't join in, she added quietly. Sam's mum wiped her hands on a tea towel and sat down next to her. Is there something you want to talk about? Sam's mum stroked her back in the way she always did whenever Sam was upset. Sam squirmed, trying to escape. No, Sam said, a bit sharper than she intended. Never mind, she mumbled as she turned back to her homework, not wanting to tell her mum how awkward and left out she felt around the other girls. Things will get better, Nane, Sam's mum said, kissing Sam on the top of the head before leaving to finish dinner. Sure, Sam thought hoping what her mum said was true. She knew there'd be an adjustment coming back to Australia. She just didn't know it would be this hard. The thoughts were interrupted by her dad coming in the front door. Sam smiled as she heard him kick one of the boxes inside the front door. How are my girls, he asked as he came into the kitchen, kissing Sam on the head and her mum on the cheek. I hope you both had a wonderful day. Fine, Sam shrugged. Thankfully, her mum started telling him all about her day, leaving Sam off the hook, at least for now. Chapter 6 Free Dress Day Sam twirled in front of the mirror on the back of her wardrobe door. She thought she looked pretty good. It was a free dress day at school, raising money for new books for the school library. Felicity and the other girls had spent the last few days planning their outfits. They had decided on coloured jeans, t-shirt and a cardigan. Sam had talked to mum into taking her shopping after the school the day before and they had been able to find all the items she needed in the op shop. She had even let out her trademark plaits and was wearing her hair out just held back with a floral headband. Already it was annoying her as the headband didn't seem to want to stay still, and her hair was already getting knotty, but none of that mattered. Sam had been at Green Oaks Primary School for two weeks now, and she was slowly getting the hang of the schoolwork. She had picked up the spelling words very quickly, and was making good progress on her Australian Animals project. Her biggest challenge was recess and lunchtime. Felicity, Jade, Shari and the other girls spent most of their time singing songs by One Direction and other bands she'd never heard of. They also talked about TV shows she didn't watch and actors she didn't know. Sam tried her hardest and she was able to join in sometimes. Today was going to be different. She checked herself in the mirror one more time before meeting her mum at the front door for the walk to school. You look great, Nane, her mum said, as she handed Sam her pink coat. I don't need to wear that today, Sam said. Felicity said we should just wear our outfits without any additions. It's raining, her mum said. Put your coat on. 
Okay, Sam said as she slowly put her coat on over her outfit and they went out the door. The walk to school was uneventful. They avoided the puddles on the footpath and the basketball court at school. As it was raining, all the students were already in their classrooms. Sam farewelled her mum and went inside. She saw Felicity and the others sitting around a table. What are you wearing? Felicity asked as Sam joined them. Coloured jeans, a t-shirt and a cardigan. Just like you said, Sam replied. She looked down at her outfit. You have blue jeans, a pink t-shirt and a cream cardigan. Not exactly what we had planned, Felicity said. Sam looked at her classmate. Felicity was wearing aqua skinny jeans, a white t-shirt with blue spots and a printed red bow on the left shoulder, and a coral cardigan. Her hair was perfectly smooth. Shari and Jade were wearing almost identical outfits. Blue jeans are still coloured, Sam said, not knowing what else to say. It's not the same, Jade said, as the bell went. The girls stayed where they were. It looked as though Felicity was about to say something else when they saw Mrs. Kirov coming down the corridor through the windows of the classroom. All right, everyone, take your seats and get out your maths books, Mrs. Kirov said as they entered the room. The students took their seats and the topic of Sam's clothes was dropped. Sam found it hard to concentrate on her maths problems. She wasn't sure what was wrong with her clothes. Her jeans weren't quite as tight or as straight as Felicity's, but they were jeans. Her t-shirt and cardigan were what Felicity had described over the last couple of days. Comparing them to Felicity's outfit, they looked older and may not have been as fancy, but Sam didn't think there was anything wrong with them. When the bell went for recess, Sam was lost in thought and was slow to get her snack and meet the other girls in the gazebo. Halfway there, a ball went past her. She picked it up and looked for where it had come from. Over here! Sam saw Emily, the girl she sat next to in art, waving to her. Sam threw the ball back and continued to the gazebo. By the time she got there, Felicity and the others were comparing outfits. She watched them, comparing her clothes to theirs. She still couldn't work out what was wrong with her outfit. She sat back on the bench to watch them. By the time school assembly came at the end of the day, Sam was none the wiser to what was wrong with her outfit. The other girls had copied Felicity's example and had made little comments about Sam's clothes but none of them had helped her understand. Sam was pleased to hear that the school had raised nearly $500 towards new library books. She couldn't wait to see what books were purchased. In spite of that, Sam went home feeling sad and confused about what had happened during the day. And that concludes our next three chapters. Remember next Monday I'll be reading another further three chapters of Swallow Me Now by Melissa Gisbers. If you hop over to her website, you'll find out more about the book or you'll be able to purchase it. Please join me on Wednesday for Poetry with Bron. Thank you. The Story Weaver podcast intro and outro were created by Paul 
using licensed music from Stock 20. Paul is also the editor for the show. If you would like to contact me, you can send me an email to thestoryweaverpodcast at gmail.com. Farewell for now, dear friends.